0: What's up, dude?
1: What is going on, gang?
0: Not a whole lot, man. How are you
1: doing? I am just getting done. Well, not done. Uh, boxing up records from Saturday night. So I know you're still kind of finishing up as well from Tuesday and Saturday. And
0: isn't that the most fun that you have with this whole record thing?
1: It's not fun. I can definitely tell you that. <laughs> it is kind of like... uh therapeutic though i would say
0: oh you're so full of it that's what people <laughs> who say they enjoy washing dishes are about no Nah.
1: <laughs> well you know like legos like that to me like i i like i do not want to do this Lego set with you son but then i start doing it i'm like dang we're like three hours into it so i guess i did enjoy it somewhat
0: Freddie, if you need some free therapy i have plenty of boxes and, and tape in <laughs> <at> my house <laughs> that are uh, more than willing to pass on to you if you'd like
1: it is the uh, least favorite thing I like to do, though, as far as when the records yeah, come to deal.
0: Yeah, that's that's definitely not our uh, our cup of tea. i man about trying yeah. to pay someone to do it.
1: Low man on the totem pole for that, I can tell you that.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, I can't wait until my son gets a little older and needs a little bit of spending cash because, you know, as soon as I can trust him with it, it may happen. Well. So, you know, you never know. What's been going on, man? I feel like, you know, I haven't seen you for a week and I don't know what's going on anymore. What's happening?
1: Um, well we went took the uh family down to the keys. I have some family that lives down in Kujo Key. So we were down there for since so last... for
0: people who aren't familiar, tell them a little bit about Kojoki.
1: So Kojoki is at the bottom. They have like upper keys, lower keys, and the middle keys, and we're at the lower keys, which it's about a hundred and fifteen twenty mile stretch from Largo to Key West, and we're about fifteen miles from Key West, so the speed limit is forty five miles an hour or thirty five miles an hour depending on what part of the keys you're in, and it takes forever. It's like going in the mountains when it says it's a fifteen mile trek to get to this certain area, but it takes you thirty minutes. It's similar to that, but there's only it's only two lane road and if there's a wreck or anything on the road, either way, it's going to be a dead standstill. So it takes forever to get to certain points on the keys.
0: So how was the drive down? We, we made a bet. Uh, I think I won.
1: You did? We, uh. <laughs> so my, my boy, he's 20 and uh, my other boy, he's uh, 14. They, they drove separately. So we kind of, that's my excuse. We kind of piddled around on the way down there. Um, I did make a stop at a record store, which was not impressed, but I don't want to say the name, so I don't want to do that. wasn't. And I stopped in a uh, Barnes & Noble's because they do have a sale going on on some of the records. It's it's hit or miss, so you never know, because one will have three or four bins and one will have one bin. So it just depends. But I got some good stuff in there.
0: I feel like we're a little spoiled on the record store front being that we're from near Jacksonville, you know, because we have three really good record stores within our area with yesterday and today. I mean, obviously Will Bruick and his family have had that business for years and years and years. Um, he, I mean, I guess we call him a friend of ours at this point Um, super cool dude and owns an awesome record store yesterday and today. And then, you know, then you have Picker's Paradise and Wolfson where, you know, you might not find anything, or you might find a treasure. You just have to be ready to hunt, you know, through, through lots and lots and lots of records that you've never heard of. And then Tiger, dude with uh, James over there. And, you know, it kind of has the the newer stuff, like a lot of stuff that I would listen to. I don't know if it's necessarily your your cup of tea, but
1: well, if you're... Well, right. So it does have a lot of new stuff. What it does have is my cup of tea from when I was in high school. Uh, well, right before high school, when I listened to alternatives, so a lot of Cure, a lot of Echo and the men, a lot of, you know, some of that synthetic pop that they had back in the day that was real popular. Uh, the Dead Milkmen, Dead Kennedys, that kind of stuff. That
0: I, What's funny is, as you say alternative, and you refer to that kind of music. Yes. And then I say alternative and I refer to like Nirvana and Pearl Jam and Smashing Pumpkins. It's just funny how that term alternative. Oh. It's so broad. Well, I don't.
1: I don't consider Nirvana and Pearl Jam. They're they're more of a grunge kind of band to me. Yeah. But now Pearl Jam's kind of evolved into more of a rock and roll band to me now. But you know, grunge was the first thing. Like the first grunge band I ever heard was uh, Alice in Chains, and after that, it was over with. It was just Alice in Chains came out, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, all those bands were like literally within a year or two uh, becoming grunge is what they labeled it.
0: <laughs> well right, right, but it was also referred to as alternative and and then the new stuff, kinda like the emo stuff was referred to as alternative. So it's it's kind of funny how that label alternative gets thrown on stuff that's not mainstream rock at yeah. this time. Well it's it's and the then same, it just kinda uh, evolves yeah. into something.
1: Right. And it, it's the same thing with uh like techno music. Well that was the word that we used when you hear the repetitive beats, right? Now it's called EDM or trance or uh I forgot the other other word for it, but there's other words for it now. It's just saying garbage. <laughs> my sister, uh, her boyfriend, his name is DJ Baby Blue down in Tampa. Uh, shout out to him, and he knows I hate his music, but uh, he's a good DJ. Um, he's a good dude. He DJed for uh, my brother's wedding, but they love that stuff, and I just your brother had to take no, away. he did not. He, I mean, he played JJ knows okay. how to play the certain stuff at weddings, but. The tech, they just get into it, man. I'm like, the neon lights and the, what do you call those? Those glow sticks and they're, I just, listen, if you like it, I love it. I just don't like it. I just don't. Uh,
0: apparently, drugs have to be involved. <laughs> and I never got there. So <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I'm not quite sure. Apparently, I needed to venture out more. But, man, I just, I I could dig it, dude. I can't yeah, dig I, it. Yeah, I will
1: tell you. So I got dragged in one of those clubs called the, it was called the Paradome down downtown Jacksonville. And I was like, this girl I was dating.
0: I was going to say, how good looking was well, the girl? Yeah, I
1: was, <laughs> so I was dating her for a long time. So I got, her friend wanted to go and we got, I got dragged in there and they start.
0: I, you keep using this word drag. Yeah, I did.
1: I literally got dragged in. So <laughs> we go in and I have no idea. These girls have these things in their mouth, like these glow in the dark little, they're like glow sticks, but they're miniature glow sticks. And they're like, hey, you want to roll? And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about because I've never done, I just, I just don't do drugs. I've never done them. I've never done marijuana, any of that stuff. So I had no idea what the lingo was. And the girl that we were with, her name was Hope. And by the end of the night, we're going outside and she has one shoe on, Brandon, one shoe. And I'm like, where's your other shoe? She goes, I have it on. I said, no, you don't. <laughs>
0: and this is why you've never done and this drugs. is why i've never done <laughs> drugs <laughs> it makes makes a lot of sense so back to your key west tell us a little bit more about you know going down what okay so what so
1: <laughs> it started off with a nice bang um
0: but let's do let's go back before you even get started i did win our bet correct you did stop at a record store i did before before 12 30
1: you did yeah we won uh i was actually near a chick-fil-a which is a soft spot for us so that was my excuse. Hey, let's get some lunch. Let me stop in here real quick. Ba bah, ba-ba. Went in there, 10 minutes in, in and quick, out. No, out I was away. in there. Jennifer can attest to it. I was in there 10, 15 minutes tops. So I did good.
0: So it was a bad record store. If you were in there 10, 15 minutes, it must well, have been Well, and,
1: and you know that I flip a lot faster than you do. So I flipped in there pretty fast for the ones that I was looking for as far as sales go and stuff. So anyway, um, you did win that bet. It was in, I think it was in Jupiter, Florida, or I can't remember. It was Jupiter, Florida, something like that. One of those.
0: You drop, dropped in Jupiter? Yeah, maybe
1: it was Vero Beach. It was something like that, though, on the way down 95. But uh, so the first day, the first night, we get there Friday night, and then we go fish on Saturday. So we're all excited because it's opening weekend for lobster weekend. And uh, we get to this one spot, and I, I, guys don't know that so I'm a diabetic, so I have an insulin pump. So I take it off. And I'm about to go in and then raise like, hey, man, there's nothing here. So let's go to a different spot. So I plug my insulin pump back in. And if you've had an insulin pump for a long time, it's almost it's just the outside pancreas is all it is. It just works on the outside. You have it within your pocket the whole time. So we get out in the second spot. I'm underwater snorkel. about it must have been three, four minutes later. I hear this beep, 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 beep. I'm like, oh, my God, I got my damn pump on and it's not waterproof. So I'm like, I said the cuss word. I was like, "Gosh darn it!" And I look up, the dang screen is completely black. I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Now I say luckily, but it's not really luck because my son just got diagnosed with diabetes last year. So it's it was pretty upsetting for me because you know I wanted him to avoid that, and he's you know he's my kid, so I was worried about him. He's on these insulin pens. He has the same insulin that I use. So for a day. I had to use his stuff just to make it through to delivery for UPS, which I made it through Sunday on the pins, And then lo and behold, they show up at 12 o'clock and man's good to go. So luckily I have good insurance. God bless UPS. I know as much as we bash some of these delivery services, uh, I thank the makers for having those guys there and uh, keep me going for the rest of the week. Otherwise we probably had to make a way home. Cause I just don't know if I could control my, my blood sugars just on, on shots the whole time it'd be rough since you've been on insulin pump for years and years and years so that's the first story so
0: had you not had insurance how much would those things cost to replace
1: so they told me well mr oka you know if you have the old pump we need to you need we need to send that send that back to us within 30 days otherwise you're gonna be charged thirty six hundred dollars i said not a problem you'll get that back <laughs> immediately when I get back in town on Monday, I will ship it express. I'll ship it however you want to, but you'll get it. And I want confirmation that you do have it just.
0: To- so you took a nearly $4,000 swimming trip.
1: I did. I did. And uh, <laughs> it's not the first time. I mean, that I- just happened a couple of times when I've been in the ocean.
0: Wait, this is not the first time. Well, it's not this.
1: the first time that I've been in the water with it. So they make them water. Oh, my other pump was waterproof and it had little complications because I've it, it was cracked, but it survived. So it's not the first time that I but I wasn't completely in the water. So anyway,
0: it's so when when you call your insurance company, they're like, Yes, Mr. Oka, <laughs> we will get you an insulin pump shipped out immediately. Correct. Thank you, Mr. Oka. And again,
1: I, I, it's hard to explain. Like if you have something that's been attached to you for fifteen years, you're just used to having it on you. So it doesn't feel any different than you know, you having a pair of shoes on or whatever. And uh it's hard to, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just one of those things where it's just part of you. It's like an extension of your, uh, your organs. <laughs> it's what it is. So.
0: Well, the week must've got better from there, right? Uh,
1: it's got better and it got worse again. And then it got better. Um, We went uh, kayaking. Um, This was in Key West. We went kay- kayaking, kayaking. I said kayaking, whatever. But anyway,
0: we, we know that your pronunciation is not very good. Much.
1: That's right. So we go through these mangroves uh, canopies. That was really cool. And then, of course, they have this alligator sign saying, hey, be wary. And, they, and I talked to the lady. They've never had alligators. Of course, it scares my, my daughter. She doesn't want to go through. As soon as we go through these canopies, this giant raccoon jumps across the canopy. She's freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God, man. You know, we live in Florida. There's animals. So anyway, we get through that. We go to this open area called Salt. It's a Salt Springs um, area, and uh, Land is on a paddleboard with us, and we're going across. We're going across. And it starts pouring down rain like this. I don't know why he's going faster because he's already wet. So he paddles. He gets up on the. He, he's on. Always...
0: that's always cracked me up is how people get out of the pool when it rains. Yeah, I'm like, it's ridiculous. You know, if there's no lightning at all, they just get out of the pool. I'm kind of baffled by that why do we get out of the pool when it rains that makes
1: no sense unless you hear thunder and lightning so anyway he's on his knees he gets back up and his phone just he has it in a ziploc bag so we're prepared for that right we're prepared for that he gets up pops out of his pocket i see it because i'm behind him in the kayak and i'm like going fast i said okay it's floating floating, float sunk so i don't know if you guys know this the grass is on the bottom as soon as it hits, it's cloudy. And then the current is taking it, taking us away from where we're at. We're in there for like 15 minutes looking for it. It's gone, dude. It's, it's just vanished. Landon actually jumped off the paddleboard to try to get it. He was like maybe a foot away from it and couldn't get to it. It was just done, dude. We were, we were toast on that. So it's if someone wants a phone, it's over by Hurricane Hole in Key West. It's over in the little area called Salt, uh, Salt Springs Pond or whatever. So there's a phone there and it's still probably still good for a little while. This is in a Ziploc bag. So $800 phone. There you go.
0: So besides breaking things while you were there, <laughs> were you able to do anything as far as uh, looking for records? Cause I know you couldn't make it a whole week. No.
1: Long. So Saturday when we went fishing or string fishing slash uh, we went out probably about 30 feet after getting past the channels. And it was about, it was pretty rough. I'll be honest with you. It's like three to five feet and I got a little seasick. So we're okay. Okay. We'll try back and go again on Sunday. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to hang back. Cause I, I don't want to take away from you guys catching fish. Cause that's how I feel. I don't want to be the, the, the loser keeping everybody from having fun. So I had sent out ads about finding records and the guy was talking to me back and forth on the messenger and it's a he is in Key Largo now. Remember, I was telling you it's an hour and a half away, Key Largo is an hour and a half away, and it's a long hour and a half. <laughs> so I said, Well, I'm gonna g- maybe go up to Miami while they're gone, they'll be gone for like five or six hours fishing. So I'm going up there. All of a sudden, he calls me, Hey, uh, this is Angel, and I'm like, Okay, he goes, Meet me at this gas station, and it's a- <laughs>
0: and we already know that anybody named Angel. Probably is not fitting the stereotype. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I am in about 15 minutes away from there, which is 20, 30 minutes. So I get there and he, he goes, You got to meet me at this gas station. So I don't know what I'm thinking, dude. I just, you know, my, I don't know why I didn't have these, these danger radars up or something. I feel like I'm just like the dumbest person ever, but I did have, I did have some protection with me. Um, so I pulled up the gas station and he pulls up. And he's not in his car. He's walking up to my car. He says, hey, are you Freddie? I'm, I got these records, but the guy's not home. I'm like, okay. I live right behind this gas station. Let's drive over there. I'm like, I said, I was thinking to myself, You want to get in my car? And I'm like, crap. I don't know what to do here. So, <laughs> so basically
0: this guy's taking you for an Uber.
1: Yeah. So it's literally like two blocks. We go back to his house. And then his friend's house is, which is like two more houses down. We go to this guy's house. He says this guy has a bunch of records and he has a bunch of records in the pictures on his Facebook page on the marketplace. So it's like Tom Petty's and everything you think of that you'd want in, in rock and roll stuff. And it's, it's, it looks legit. He gets to the house, nobody answers. And I mentioned that I was going to Miami. So all of a sudden I'm like, he's like, he gets in the car and I'm like, Oh God, I already know what's coming. He goes, Hey man, uh, can you can you do me a solid? Can you you know if you're going to you know Florida, uh, Florida City, can you take me here to pay off my phone bill? I'm like, I said, are, are you being serious? <laughs> 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 he said literally his words were, "I'm trying to help you on a come up." I'm like, I said, so I have no records.
0: What you were playing an Uber? I was like, I guy. have no come
1: up. What are you talking about? There's no records. I have no records. And he goes, well, I need $20 to pay for my my uh, my uh, phone. Can you loan me $20? And I was like, look. All I, and I told him, I said, look, I have a coaching session back in the keys for my MMA coach. <laughs> <laughs> and, folks, <laughs> I'm not an MMA fighter. <laughs> I'm a solid dude. I can take care of myself. But I wanted him to know, hey, you're going to get a tooth chip if you try to mess with me. So so I'm uh, stuck. I'm like, all right, gosh. So, so
0: what is your, what is your fighting name? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the dirty diabetic. I don't know.
0: <laughs> uh, yes. That, that'll work. We'll all right. So
1: with. Florida City's about, it's only 15 minutes away. So it's not that bad. So we go
0: ready sugar rush.
1: Coke. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm already kind of, I'm already on edge and he's like, man, I'm being serious. I can get these records for you. Um, When we come back, maybe he'll be home. I'm like, okay. So we go to this place called Florida City. It's right up the top of the Keys. So it's not in the Keys. It's outside the Keys. And he wants me to take him to uh, Metro PCS. Goes in there, pays his bill. And then he goes, hey, I want you to drop me off at my girl's house. I got to pick up something. I'm like, like, damn (laughs) it, man. I'm about to get.
0: I'm going to repeat again. So you played Uber for this
1: guy. So. (laughs) <laughs> we get to this not the best area, of Florida City, and he goes there. And he goes. He told me that I have to pick something up for my girl, and I'm like, man, I'm about to get pulled over by some cops with, through a drug deal, and I'm gonna be like an accessory for being a mule, right?
0: <laughs> Ex- explain to me, Mister Oka, how this situation came. It's the
1: to be- and like I told I told you when I was on the phone. I said I can't make this up, dude. I said, I can't. I said, Brandon, I said, I don't know what's going to happen here. I said, here's my phone. You have my phone number. Here's my location. I'm telling you what's going on. I said, if I don't hit you back in like 20 minutes, you know, let me call the cops. (laughs) Call the cops pretty much. So we get back. uh, He gets back in the car from his girlfriend's house, running back to his house like 15, 20 minutes. And he's on the way there, Brandon. He's telling me that he was incarcerated. His dad used to run cocaine through planes through Miami.
0: Does he look like he could spell the word incarceration? No,
1: I don't. But, it, you know, he's educated. That was the funniest thing because he could talk educated. He's an artist. He has all this artwork. He does a lot of stuff around Miami and, and down in the Keys. So I think he's kind of cleaned up. But the history of what he was telling me of the stuff that he's done. And I was like, I can't believe you're in the car with me, bro. I just, I'm like... I, I don't know. I'm like your average, you know, average Joe that's never gotten in trouble. So I'm just like freaked out. So I do have my hand on a protection device and just in case. And we drop him off. I drop him off and he's like, all right, thanks. So, and I call Brandon. Brandon doesn't answer. He goes, oh, you know, I figured you said you were good. And I was like, I said, dude, I need to tell you this whole story. So I never got in touch with you until later on that day, but dropped him off pretty much an hour and a half drive back. My Family's going back in the boat and I'm like thinking, you know what? $20 is not that big a deal for me to come back home and my wife's going to listen to this podcast. She's going to be furious with me because
0: I was going to ask, have you told Jennifer?" I have
1: anything? not. I'm
0: I. well, Jennifer, there you have it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this is how you so are.
1: If you guys ever doubt the will of me and Brandon, of trying to find records for you folks don't ever doubt it i <laughs> i don't know what else to say except that
0: you you risked life and limb it's the you stupidest wrist, laugh, thing
1: i've ever done in my whole life it is really the stupidest thing and i promise you it will never happen again like that ever again i just i took so many chances brandon it was just like i was just like roll the dice every time i said yes or no yes or no roll the dice
0: you're like holding the magic eight ball. What's the outlook like? Look like not so good. Uh-uh. 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 What, did, what did he do? So you never got through? No, ones.
1: but this is the crazy thing.
0: But you did pay his cell
1: phone. I did pay $20 of his cell phone bill. The crazy thing is he called me the next day. Uh, he checked in with me, said he's still trying to get hold of the guy. Then he called me on Friday.
0: He's like, my credit card bills do. Um, could you drive me? He called me on
1: Friday and he said, look, man. As soon because he thinks I told him I'm like a, a seasonal you know regular visitor. I'm here for two months at a time. So he thinks I live down there, which is a good thing because I didn't want to think I was you know away from, like ten hours away from the house. But uh, the good thing is the, the relatives that we live, they have a they own southeast propane where the office is like literally like two blocks away from him where the house is. So I said, look, you get the records, drop them off of there. I'll have somebody look at them. They can send me the video, and then I can just you know, PayPal you the money and minus whatever you owe me. But hopefully that might come through. And if it does come through, it'll be the craziest story ever. Besides the guy mailing me records, me sending cash to the mail.
0: You know, I think that one has a beat. The guy that mailed you records never held, you know, asked you to pay his phone bill. Like who asked someone that they just met to pay their
1: phone bill? Well, Paid some of it. He just asked me to help out, get him there, because he didn't want his phone cut off, I guess, and wasn't getting paid till Tuesday or Wednesday. I think he did. Uh, <laughs> it's
0: like, like the guy from Popeye. If I can have a cheeseburger today. I'll uh, pay you on Tuesday. I'll gladly pay
1: you on Tuesday. <laughs> so I'm smiling now, but, Brandon, you know, that was probably not the best best uh, decisions made that day. I, I bet you, though, you? if you would have been in the car with me or Jennifer would have been in me, that probably would have never happened It could because I'd have had somebody. It would have never happened. Never happened.
0: I would have. Me and my mentality have been like, uh, "This guy's sketched. Let's let's ride." Uh, I just wouldn't have happened.
1: Lesson learned, though, man. I got I got away with twenty dollars less twenty dollars, but I'll take it. You know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, great vacation.
1: <laughs> it was. We caught about forty snappers. Um, we got to go kayaking, and we went to the Dry Tortugas, which is. Fantastic! If you guys ever get the opportunity to go to that, to that national park, do so. Um, you won't regret it at all. It's uh, it's one of the most amazing. It's like a fort, three hours off the coast of Florida, and uh, it's remote. It's it's untouched. You can camp there for three or four days, and it's only like two hundred bucks to camp there for three nights. I mean, it's pretty. I mean, that, that sounds it's cheap, but if you got a bunch of people, it's kind of expensive. But I feel like that's a once in a lifetime kind of thing. You can just I mean, you're on an island, and there's just nothing there except a fort, and you can fish, and all. That. It's just fantastic, dude. Anyway, it
0: sounds pretty cool, man. I would like to check it out. Well, my week wasn't quite as exciting, Freddie.
1: <laughs> um, it is funny fun. though. <laughs> we,
0: and my week was funny. I had a good week. Uh, we we did go back to school, um, so that was kind of cool. You know, that's the first time in five months that. You know, I've I've had interaction with people as far as, uh, you know, what my real job is. So that was cool to get back. It was tough to wake up early. I felt like I'd been retired for five months. So getting up every morning at six was not the most enjoyable thing. But the only thing that brought me some comfort is my son probably hated doing it worse than I did. So at least I got to laugh at him because he stayed up even later. You know, kids are playing video games all night. <laughs> so at least he doesn't drink coffee or anything. and. You know, just to watch him in the morning just kinda of trug around the house mm-hmm. like a, a half moving zombie was, was pretty fun and it made me feel a whole lot less bad about how tired I was. Plus my wife mm-hmm. got up the first day and like had everything ready to go and you know, like you know, we, we messed with our, my wife and women a lot, but man, when it comes to like something special, like a first day, you know, she takes care of me. So that was nice for very nice and have she's not a morning person. Well, you know, the,
1: the first day of the school obviously wasn't very important to the Oka uh, Harper family. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you guys said first week, nobody learns anything the first week. We're going to take off.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, uh, so it, when you get older, I feel like eh, first day no big deal. I, I just uh I don't know. I understand like when you're when they're younger and stuff, but when they get to high school, eh, who cares? <laughs>
0: Well, you know, I do have your son in my class, and apparently, haven't seen him yet. We are getting ready to call truancy court on you, so
1: (laughs) (laughs) they can do it all they want. Is they they can't replace what happened this past week for us. So,
0: yeah, I hear you. That that sometimes you got to put family over other things, and that that makes sense. You know, you get once in a lifetime opportunities, you got to take it. But other than that, you know, I went picking a little bit without you last week. Um, pretty typical stuff, kind of visited some of our friends at the record stores and, and see what they had and things like that. Cause you know, we always try to support our local record stores. Um, you know, just because they're the guys, that's the lifeblood of the business. You gotta, you gotta help them out. And, and of course, you know, we have a relationship and they help us out too. So, you know, that's good. But boy, did I have a, did I have an unusual pick yesterday? Um, <laughs>
1: i'm trying not to laugh i'm trying not to laugh it
0: it's it was it was oh freddy 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 it was one of the one of the most uncomfortable situations i've been in in a complete different meaning of the word right so i'll tell you so i got up yesterday morning saturday and, you know, I'm checking around, kind of see what's going on. And I happen to see a lady post that she's having a yard sale. And there's quite a few records there. So I messaged her because she's, you know, two hours away from the house. But it's still early. And, you know, a lot of times if you try to go to a yard sale, there's, I don't know, I call them vultures. They're there like two hours before the yard sale starts. And they try to wipe everybody out of everything good before anybody gets a chance to go see it. And then they sell it later at other places. But you know, I was, I was thinking about going, but it's two hours away. So I wanted to be sure, you know, so I messaged her and I'm like, Hey, could you, would you mind telling me a little bit about about what you have before I go? And she messaged me with this long list. And I'm like, Oh, that's really cool. And and there was a couple of things in there that, that I wanted. They were a good price. So I'm like, wow, that's really awesome. I said, "Uh, would you mind holding them for me? If I drove two hours, you know, usually the answer is always no. And and I probably wouldn't have drove if she said no. But she said she would. And I was like, well, cool. I'm going to drive two hours to go get this. And I kind of had that fear because the conversation didn't go exactly like I thought it would. You know, I tried to prepay for it, things like that. But she was kind of iffy on it. And, uh, you know, so I was like, I got to get down there as fast as I can. Well... I have my morning coffee and my morning coffee usually gets me going if you know what i mean uh and when i mean going i meet mean to the restroom but i gotta get there freddie i gotta get there before she sells these records because the vultures are coming so about an hour into the trip i'm driving and i gotta go but i'm like you know what i I'm just going to just try to drive and take my mind off the fact that my stomach is hurting and I need to use the restroom. (laughs) And I I know some people are probably like, wow, is he really going to tell a potty story? But you know, I am. That's, that's what's happening right now. We're talking about that.
1: Before, before you continue, go ahead. When we go on these picks, I tell him every time, what are you doing? You got two cups. Why are you drinking coffee? You know what happens?
0: I always have it's a ridiculous. Of and I always have a it's couple ridiculous.
1: Water. We have to stop at Staples. We've had to stop at CVS. <laughs> we one time we were in a uh, antique mall and I had to rush back because we had soccer sessions. This dude disappears. And I'm like, where the heck did you go? <laughs> I had to run to the bathroom out there, man. That coffee. So from now on, when we go on picks, he is not allowed to have coffee. You can drink coke, whatever has caffeine, you can drink all that. You're not having coffee. Well,
0: here's the good news. Yeah. School is in, so we probably aren't going anywhere too early (laughs) for the next little bit.
1: So we're good. (laughs) So crazy. I can name different stores. Different stores we go in. Just whatever you name it, he's been there.
0: But the funny thing about, you know, with you and me, we're kind of different on it. Like, if I got to use the restroom, I'm going to use the restroom. There's no reason to be uncomfortable. But you're kind of like those people who go on vacation and don't go for a week. Yep. And you and you tell me, you say, I will not use the restroom without taking a shower. And in my mind, I imagine you as like a five-year-old child who gets, you know, completely naked to use the restroom. Like it's a whole, like, and like you're folding your clothes and you're like putting them on like the towel holder and you're laying them out on meat. And then like you prepare for, like it's a whole event for you. But then you have your slippers that you get into just to use the restroom. That's how, that's how I imagine you. And then afterwards, you have your bar of soap, which you won't use because you've already kind of tainted yourself. So you have to have like a separate bar of soap that you use post bathroom and a regular bar of soap that you use just on a daily occasion. That's kind of how I imagine you.
1: I just, but well, and you know, like we work with high school kids and high school, I mean, and for soccer. So after practice, you know, all right, they've been through the whole day and then they start sweating and then start stuff starts. There's certain things that aroma, the aroma is not the best. So <laughs> I, I can deal with the sweat smell. No problem. Asked. That's acceptable. But then when I start smelling sweat and other things, I can't do it, bro. I just like, Hey, you might want to go check yourself. So, man,
0: <laughs> it, I'd, I'd like to know which kids you're smelling that on because that's a whole different hygiene problem right well, there. I've never – I don't think I've ever, you know, smelled somebody who's had the sweat <laughs> mixed with other The things. one fly
1: is not doing it at the high schools. Y'all need to step up your game. <laughs> God <laughs> almighty. I'm um, sorry. Go back to your story now.
0: So, So so I'm driving. I I tell myself, I'm like, I'm going to turn tool on. I was listening to um, Power through. Yeah. Yeah. I I was like, I'm going to put up something that I can just really jam out to kind of like zone it in the drive and and power through it. So I get there and the lady's not answering. And She didn't give me her address. She just told me where she lived, like what neighborhood. But this neighborhood is freaking huge. It's like the neighborhood that you get lost inside. And of course, there's multiple garage sales going on that morning. And I'm just kind of driving around. And when I say this is a huge neighborhood, I'm like, it's a two to three mile, you know, in circumference neighborhood. So there's twists and turns. It's 15, 25 miles per hour all up in there. And there's different signs. I'm just looking all around. So I pull up to the first house. And when I get up, it feels great because I've been kind of like crunched up in the vehicle. I was driving my wife's vehicle. It's a lot smaller. And I get up and I kind of stay in the stretch. And, you know, the bubble guts kind of get stretched. Mm. (laughs) I I walk up and I I say, I was like, hey, are you, um," and I said the lady's name. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. I have to get back in the car now. And there's nowhere to go. You know, there's not a gas station within some distance. So I said, okay. They said, well, I did see some yard sale signs, and they were pink, and they had yellow balloons tied to them. I was like, thinking to myself, like, if I get back in this car, you know, I don't know how long I can sit in there, but I see the signs and it's not far away. So I pull down the street and then I get out and I stand up and I feel good again when I get moving and I stand up and I'm moving like my mind's on it. So I I talked to the people and I was able to get the albums that I wanted. I got them for like a really good price and that was fantastic. And, you know, it it was worth the trip. And, you know, in fact, I bought some speakers and, you know, as well from there. So, you know, there's some good things that happen, but once I got back in the car, my body told me, you know, we're running for the exit at this point. <laughs> it's time to go. So I'm trying to get out, and traffic's really bad in this neighborhood Saturday morning. I guess everybody's garage chilling or getting ready to go somewhere, and I get behind, like, these two slow cars. And it's a 15-mile-per-hour lane. So if I'm saying two slow cars in a 15-mile-per-hour lane, they're really, really slow. <laughs> So I'm telling myself I'm like I'm like shaking. I got that shaky leg thing going on right now. Like I'm kind of like doing this noise on my leg. You know, I'm like in the vehicle. I like, like playing the drums on my playing the drums on the steering wheel. I got tool blasting. I'm like I'm doing anything in the in my power to keep my mind off what's happening in my body. Well, I get to a stop sign. I'm like I just gotta get out. I was like I gotta get out. I gotta stand up. I gotta do something. And like I thought to myself. I might have to run into the bushes, but the problem is is there's no bushes because it's like a residential neighborhood and there's just houses everywhere. And I get out of my car and I'm like kind of walking around my car and I'm like try to act like I'm doing something in the trunk real quick because there's no cars around, but there's a guy in his front yard and he just starts looking at me like, what is this guy doing? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to get back in the car. So I get back in the car and I'm like, I put in, uh, the closest destination I could think of, which would have been the Ocala Mall. 15 miles away. I'm like, there is no way I'm making it 15 miles. Like, I'm thinking, I look, I see some Starbucks napkins. I'm like, I got choices to make here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Starbucks napkins, you know, imprisonment possibly for indecent exposure. I don't know. I don't know. Because it, it got to that point. Like, I was, I was thinking as a 36-year-old man, Something's gonna happen that hasn't happened since I was a baby. It was tough, so I'm shaking, man. I'm shaking. I gotta go. I'm very uncomfortable. You know, I'm 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 hurting, and I'm driving, and I'm driving, and I'm looking at these Starbucks napkins, and my legs at this
1: point (laughs) I'm like clenched. I'm looking at the Starbucks napkins.
0: That's, that's ironic that you have them in front of you, and they're they're not they're not two ply, and they're not very big, so you know I'm, I'm thinking, man, I've, I what am I going to do? Luckily, and I say by the grace of God, thank you, Winn-Dixie Warehouse or supermarket for being where everyone else wasn't. I see a Winn-Dixie, and I pull in there, and I'm like, I'm I'm serious, I'm like, I'm holding, I could have held a dime between my butt cheeks for six hours i was clenched so tight and i get out of the car and i walk like a duck all the way people were probably thinking it already happened and i felt so good afterwards i felt like the most glorious feeling i've ever felt in my life all right because i did not use the restroom on myself and i did that for the records I did that for the records for the people. And I shared that story just to say. I don't know what I shared that story for, Freddie. Everybody's probably listening. All forty people that
1: listen. This, did you say forty, 40 or four? <laughs> I would say four. Yeah, all four
0: people. Thank God there's only four people because otherwise, you know, like what's what's gonna happen with this story, you know? But I don't know, it's it's funny. I don't care. I'm not embarrassed about it at all. You know, everybody's been in that situation where you know, they really have to use the restroom and there's no end in sight. But I, I can tell you that when you do, it, it it's like the biggest relief you can have, man. It's, it's
1: <laughs> All I can think about <laughs> is the scene from Ace Ventura or Dumb and Dumber, like the bathroom scene. I'm just like, all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it wasn't like, you know, movie scene dramatic. It was just, you know, it was just you know i i don't know how to explain it without you know it, i don't want it to sound more graphic than it is it was just one of those things where you know you feel like you got to go but it wasn't it wasn't like a movie where it just you know things got crazy or anything it's just i just uh, felt better i was it's like kind of having like the pee really bad you know well and then
1: you you told me that and we've been on this road a lot down 75 uh, oh
0: god you went oh, the
1: wrong god. direction i
0: forgot about it yeah so i wasn't using the gps and, you know, I'm not on 75. I'm on uh, 301 or 441. They both re- run parallel to each other. And I take it afterwards. I'm like, I'm going to go around the area and see what else I can find. And, you know, I ended up running into a a guy we know that's also sells records. And I was able to get some other stuff. And then I come out of there and I turn back onto the road and I pass some familiar sites. And, you know, nothing's really registering my mind. And I'm like, man, I've got to be getting close to like Waldo or Gainesville by now. And I look up, and I was like, driving maybe three or four more minutes. And I look up, and I see the villages,
1: <laughs> and
0: I'm like, yes, I've drove 45 minutes in the other direction because, well, you, as you and I both know, there's not much on the. Well, directions. here's the good thing:
1: you know, you could have stopped by Disney within 45 minutes from there. <laughs> So, yeah. I, you know, yeah. like I, I told, I told my wife, I said, you know, the only time I really use the GPS is when I'm stuck in a neighborhood and I can't get out. Or if we're going, you know, somewhere that I'm not used to like, like going down the keys or you,
0: or if you need a, <laughs> but now we
1: know Windixie. <laughs> so those are the, those are pretty much the stories from this past week. Both of us have, um, and we had talked about some subjects we may bring up later on, but we we're talking about hey, you know, Brandon, you know, I grew up in the era when music videos were just probably just lifting off and it got exploded. So,
0: well, speaking of explosions.
1: <laughs> what was so do you remember any videos that like were your favorite music videos of all time? And they just you can't get it out of your mind like that's your that's your go to video.
0: Ah, uh, man, I, I think I grew up in a different era. Um, I mean with me I, I was listening to him earlier actually Uh so like I think I've told you this story before but uh, Lip Biscuit came out you know in the late 90s in fact I was listening to the record just a second ago and it said 1999 I was like wow this is old <laughs> and furthermore I'm old because I still kind of consider this new music um but I remember when Nookie took the first place spot on TRL um with Carson Daly back in the day and the Backstreet Boys, and seeing Caprity Spears and Christina Aguilera had just held that top spot for so long. So it was a big deal um, for an actual band like Limp Bizkit to go. And I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. And of course I was singing it, you know, I did it all, you know, and like, I mean, I think I went crazy that day. It was almost like a Super Bowl win for me. Cause I was like, yeah, Limp Biscuit. And they were from Jacksonville, you know, so every kid in, my neighborhood wanted to have like a backwards red, uh, you know, New York Yankees had, you know, saggy jeans, white, you know, uh, we call them wife beaters. I don't even know what the correct term yeah, what, is. Yeah, that's what that's what they're called. You know, I guess there's a better term that we need to come out with in 2020. What uh, uh,
1: you know, really, what's really <laughs> nice is when you get a pair of uh, cut off shorts, jean shorts, and you tuck in that wife beater, now you're now you're oof, snazzy.
0: Ooh. That's like Joe Dirk style.
1: <laughs> um, so the video stuff, you know, I was, I was 12, I think, 10, 12, around that age. We were still getting our babysitter uh, watching us and my dad playing tennis tournament. So he was gone a lot uh, during the weekends. On So we'd talk, sit there and she turned on the MTV. I was like, what is this? Very first video was Thriller. And, um, you know, we talked about, I think we've talked about this before. It was like a movie. So it was, like, unbelievable. I was like, oh. Yeah,
0: 19 minutes. Yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable.
1: That thing is, like, iconic. So Thriller is my favorite video, but the coolest video to me was um, Dire Straits. Um, my, what was the song? Something for Money? Something for.
0: Uh, money, money for Free or yeah. whatever. Yeah, and it.
1: Dang, I cannot believe I can't. It's, I'm drawing a blank. Anyway, it's got this 8-bit.
0: That's your song, yeah. is it, man? <laughs> it's be and, uh,
1: Money for Nothing. That's what it's called. Money for Nothing. So go. it's all 8-bit. So it looks like, like you know, like uh, Warrior Brothers, 8-bit from the Nintendo stuff.
0: Wait, wait, wait. 8-bit? What? Like the
1: 8-bit characters? It
0: look like what like game? Mario. T- take Mario? Mario. That's what I said. <laughs> On our next episode of Mario, you are not father. <laughs> like,
1: what? <laughs> so it looks like it's going through this whole video game thing. It's really cool. And then at the very end of the song... <laughs>
0: Mario, right? At, Which when you get to heaven? Are you gonna admit Jesus? Yeah,
1: they make fun Lord, of me too. Jesus? My my mom, my mom, and my son always make fun of me because I call Mario. Whatever. Anyway, uh, like like Mari Lord. Povich, Povich. Oh my god! Um, so at the end of it, you know who comes on the end? I want my, I want my, I want my MTV. Lo and behold, it's Sting. And my favorite band at that time was The Police. So I was like, man, this is the best video. They got Sting on it. They mentioned MTV. I was blown away by MTV. I was raised up on MTV. And then later on, when they had UMTV raps, and then they had Headbangers Ball, it w- it evolved. And then they start bringing all this crap on there with these reality TV shows and less music, less music. The Carson Daly Show, less music, less music. It was just like now all they have is Catfish and ridiculousness it's, it's, it's insane and it almost became where vh1 was better than mtv now and vh1 was kind of like the stepsister of mtv until they came and then you know they came up with that uh, pop-up video stuff and that was fantastic vh1 was running better videos now
0: well freddie that was a truly wonderful story <laughs> and i really do i appreciate it but uh you know hey nobody's
1: perfect man Nobody's perfect.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we're both proving it every day with our our horrible jokes and, you know, 47-minute podcasts that four people are still listening (laughs) to. You know, so anything, you know, coming up this week that you're interested in in sharing with us? I know know we're going to be back on uh, Saturday for our next show on uh, Final Live TV. Got to give us a shout. there. Yeah,
1: yeah. Honestly, man, you know, when you're gone for a week, it feels like everything at work. Went absolutely upside down on you. So, like, I'm just, I, <laughs> I actually went in today. That's how stressed out I was. I was like, I went in today just to make sure everything is still running correctly, which it was. But you know, there's always those two or three people that that can just ruin your vacation by a phone call. Just ruin it. And it's like, you know, luckily they have alcohol down in the keys still. So that was very helpful. Um, anyway. Nothing exciting except for work. Uh, we do have soccer stuff going on with Lucas at the church, I think. Right, Brandon?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we got the approval this week to start sports up and we'll start coaching again, which is cool. You know, so that's that's a really cool thing, actually, because I would have bet money that it wasn't going to happen. Well, and, and and you know, it still may not. Huh. But, you know, as of right now, we do have the green light to go ahead and start practicing. So that's a good thing. Um, and we'll start back up here very shortly, coaching some kids for our church and, yeah. and, and hopefully for the high school. And that's
1: why I asked you, like, you know, y'all started school Monday. I was wondering if anything had changed within that week by the end of the week because just stuff is just radically changing week to week to week to week. Something changes every week, it seems like, um, with the COVID stuff. I just – you just don't know, man. Like, yeah. It's crazy.
0: And I guess – the best thing we can say is not to live in fear and uh and, and of course we don't want to be stupid about anything either but you know we're glad to be back to work man and at least i can speak for myself and say that i'm i'm glad to be back to work and i'm glad that you know things are starting to go back to normal and i pray to god that it stays that way so that we can do things that we that we love that we've been missing on a little bit you know cuz for a minute there it didn't look like any of this was going to happen so it's it's fantastic to see that and we'll pray that we actually get to play high school soccer this season. And, we got a mm-hmm. bunch of new kids. We got to replace nine seniors.
1: Now, I will tell you in, in you know thank goodness for sports man because honestly, you know, I the way I grew up, I could make A's and B's if I wanted to, but I didn't want to concentrate on school. So the only reason I graduated high school is because of sports. That's the only reason that's I would get up for school just so I could go to baseball practice. That's the only reason I went to school for, for sports.
0: Yeah. I wholeheartedly believe that that is the case for a lot. of It guys, has to know. be. The, yeah. It's not necessarily they want to do well, but if there's something they want to do well for whether that is a sport, a club, you know, a teacher, you know, their, their parent, you know, their church, whatever it is that motivates I, them. You know, there's got to be a. You always
1: see it, and you always see it too. Like, not to downplay teachers, because I have very two influential teachers in my life that I'll never forget. But the they, if they asked me to run through a wall, I would probably not do it for the teachers. But if a coach asked me, and he had my respect, and and, you know I love the guy or the girl, whoever was coaching me, I would have probably done it. You know, that's just how I was. Sports is way more important to me than school was. Just, but it's just the way it was.
0: And I think that goes the way that way for a lot of kids and it's not just sports, you know, sometimes it's band or, you know, a club or whatever the kid's into, you know, most of the time if you can get a kid involved into something where they feel a part of it, they're going to tend to do better no matter what that is. Agreed. Uh,
1: Agreed. Agreed.
0: And that goes, that's, you know, not just school, that's for adults as well. You know, if all you do is every day wake up and go back and forth to work, odds are you're probably going to be miserable. But if you have something else that you look forward to doing, there's something about that that's going to make you happy. And now that can be a lot of different things once you graduate high school, you know, whether it's your your church or you're involved in sports or, you know, maybe it's just taking care of a baby. But, you know, there's got to be something there other than just going back and forth to work to keep you uh, motivated.
1: Exactly. Um, let's do one more. Let's do uh, – we were – we have like a couple listing things that we wanted to talk about uh, and the most underrated album to you that you appreciate that a lot of people don't appreciate.
0: Well, that's a good question. I would, you know, my answer for it may be different than yours. I will tell you an album that's not really underappreciated, but maybe with people who, are familiar with us. It might be underappreciated and I'll go with a brand new album. Uh, that's called the devil and God are raging inside me. Uh, it's, it's by a band It's called brand new and it's all about, you know, religion and the battle of good and evil and, and Jesus and, you know, what he's doing in his life. And there's just, uh, you know, there's lyrics all throughout that album that just start amazing. Um, I think I've told you about this later before, but he has a, a line in the song. And it says, uh, you know, I used to na- know the name of every person I kissed, but now I've made this bed and I must fall asleep in it. And he's just he's, the whole song is talking about, you know, like how he used to be such a shining example of what you're supposed to be. But he's done some things. <laughs> and now that he's done some things, you know, what is what is he really showing? And, you know, you could take that, you know, multiple ways. You know, you could talk, you could take it to mean just sex, you know, but that's, you know, kind of not what the album's about. And there's a song on the album uh, called Jesus Christ. And, uh, you know, he says something along the lines of Jesus Christ. I'm not afraid to die, but I'm a little bit afraid of what comes next. Um, Do you get the gold chariot being a metaphor for heaven or do you float into the sea and divide and fall apart? You know, and, and that's questions that everybody, I think, deals with throughout their life, whether they're Christian or, you know, other. You know, what happens mm-hmm. when you die? And I, You know, with me is, you know, I'm, I'm, I've am I'm always, I hate to say that I'm a Christian because I, I always fail. Like I do things that are, you know, not necessarily uh, becoming a Christian all the time. So I hate to put that label on myself because, you know, what's the worst thing that you can do as a Christian is to turn other people off to it. But long story short, that that album just deals with a whole lot of issues that, um, you know, Christians may go through or, you know, atheists may go through. It's just a lot of questions about this life and, you know, what's next and and who made us. And I think it's very underrated because, I mean, just lyrically, it's amazing. And, uh, you know, musically, it's fantastic as well. I mean, which I always tell you, that's one of my, you know, top couple of bands of all time is brand new. I think they're completely underrated along with... Gotcha. Album, which we won't talk about.
1: Well, well you about know, you? Mine, mine is the... Uh, well, the police. no, Police is not underrated. <laughs> the, the Maybe Overrated. You know, overrated they're, they're a great band. <laughs> they're they're, so the, the Replacements, that's, uh, uh, that's okay, a niche. Okay. That's a niche band to me. Um, and it may not be for other people, but like... I grew up watching those 80s movies, and the first time I heard The Replacements was on a movie called Say Anything, and it was on the, the Hoot Nanny album from The Replacements. And then I heard another Replacements song, uh, Don't uh, – a man, it was on uh, – now I'm drawing a blank again. Anyway, it was on another movie. And this is why
0: it's underrated right there, (laughs) Freddie, because people like you can't even remember what it's called. So, you know,
1: like when we had the BMG stuff you selected. So I just selected this album, The Replacements, because I I heard one of their songs. I got the album. It was Don't Tell a Soul. Now, if you watch, there's a documentary on The Replacements. Don't Tell a Soul is probably their least favorite album. I mean, for the majority of people. And it's one of my favorite albums. So that album to me has Talent Show on it. And uh, it's one of the, it's one of a more of an upbeat rock and roll song. And to me, the replacements is uh, more nostalgia from movies. And it grew into one of their least favorite albums of a lot of people. A lot of people like Tim and Pleased to Meet Me, which I got that from you today, the other day, actually. And thank you for that. But uh, just one of those albums that's underrated, uh, Pleased to Meet, uh, I'm not sorry, Don't Tell a Soul by the replacements is pretty underrated as far as replacement albums go. And that's an underrated band, actually in my opinion.
0: And you just can't replace that. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: <laughs> I think on that pun, and being that it's late where we're at, maybe early for people listening to it, but I think we probably... You, you want to call it a show? Yeah, let's...
1: Uh, I want to also... Uh, I want to thank Turtles Music. I want to thank Coconut's Music, Sam Goodies Camelot Music, Musicland... Uh, Tower Records, all those places that we uh, used to buy stuff from, man. That's uh, built us up to music lovers, honestly. And I'm sure you have some record stores that I can't name. That I would like to think Napster. <laughs> <laughs> Napster. Oh, man. What about Lime? Did you think Limeware? Was it called Lime or something like
0: that? Limeware? Limeware. Limeware. Oh, oh, here. Oh, I'm done with you, <laughs> Yeah, I'm done. Limeware. Uh, is it is it called lim, Lemon Dress? Oh, my God. Lemon Dress, Lord yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, but honestly, though, you know, I hate to say it, but downloading tons of music illegally in 1998 to 2002 helped me discover a lot of things I wouldn't have discovered otherwise. So thank God for illegal music downloading in the early 2000s, which everybody was doing it at that point in time. Literally everyone was doing it. Didn't it give you
1: bugs in the system too, like it messed your computer up or something. I,
0: oh yeah. The blue screen of death was very gotcha. bad at that point in time because everybody was doing it and they were just giving us a bunch
1: of crap. But anyway, yeah, well happened. there's there you go, guys. We're trying to wrap it up and we're still talking, so we we do so that.
0: Saturday night. We'll be back, yep. right? And then awesome shows all week long on Vinyl Live TV. <laughs> uh, you know, Bob Metz will start us out this week on Monday. And then Rebel and JP on Tuesday. And the Dingas will be Wednesday. John Byrne is back. I'm sure he'll have like five or six people watching him this Thursday night. Uh, rare, rarely pulls out anything good. Um, and then JP will have the donuts on Friday. And Rebel will follow him. And then we'll be on Saturday. And then Jose Acala comes back on How Monday. about that,
1: Jose? Uh, pretty cool. What about um, our friend? What about our friend in California? Is he coming on too?
0: Dan Cali, Callie Dan will be on early, and Jose, no way, Jose will be up
1: late. So we have accomplished podcast number three. So I'm kind of, I'm excited that we finish this one.
0: Yeah, and so I guess let's leave it, and I guess we'll leave it with maybe 15, 20 seconds of uh, my buddy's band, Heyman's Crown. So. I guess I'll see you. All right. Freddy. See
1: you, Brandon, on Saturday, or I'll probably talk to you tomorrow.
0: <laughs> there you go.